Hey everyone, it's Kim from the Korean Drama Podcast. It's Thursday, March 25th, a little over a week since the shootings in Atlanta. To be honest, we're still processing and grieving, but we didn't want to let this pass without making any mention. We're devastated for the victims and their families, and we encourage you to donate at GoFundMe.com slash AAPI to support them and the organizations working on the ground in Atlanta and across the U.S. to support our communities. To be completely clear, we oppose hate of any kind against any community. We love you. Thanks for listening. On to the show. You're listening to This is Steve. Just kidding. It's Kim. Oh my gosh. I am doing the intro today. Why? We don't know. Wow. <laughs> you, all, you confused me for a second. I was confused. Because I said the Korean words. They... Well, I, no, because uh, I, I thought I was Kim for a second. Mm. I thought you guys body switched. I was like, Wait, that's <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. What if we did? Oh, or what man. if we just switched names? What if I just start telling people that my name was Steve? And I'm Kim. Then I'd love nothing, that. Uh, you know, not much would change because Kim is a Korean name as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's why I'm named Kim. Mm-hmm. I'm named after myself. A <laughs> famous celebrity woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, doesn't it feel different? Not just our intro, but uh, this past episode? Yes, I totally agree. Did it still kind of feels like they're laying down the foundation of what they want this show to be? Yeah, it felt very much. It started to become more apparent to me that this is uh, based on a comic. Mm, that's interesting. Mm. A lot more exaggerated stuff happening, um, but yeah, still entertaining. Yeah, it felt more Korean drama-y to me. Yeah, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but there was. Uh, I'm sure we're all thinking of the same like point yeah like two-thirds way through and i was mm. like oh, okay here's the maybe it was only halfway through but i was like oh here's it's not it's not like a it oh. got more soap opera-y it got more like campy at the same time mm-hmm. yes i remember this and what well, happened to the intro the intro is gone the flashy intro that i love oh did, i think it's there because i watched no, the i intro. had it yeah, yeah oh, i think there? did you press skip intro on netflix oh shit maybe maybe it just <laughs> auto skip I thought it just, they just wanted to skip the intro and replay the the soju father-son drinking moment and then, you know, the car accident again. Oh, my they, God. They I heard you, kid. play that again. They're like, let's yeah. show it again for her and make us uh, relive that trauma. Here's the thing, though. The intro had a lot of seeds that you missed out on, Steve. Uh, I.E., Glasses Charlie gets a little panel in the opening. So I think oh, he's going to be an important character coming up sometime. I Maybe. love that for him. There's also, there's like many people yeah, in right. the intro that we haven't met yet. You're yeah. Right. But we did meet two new characters this day. Mm-hmm. And yes. I gave them both very good nicknames. <gasps> oh, yeah. I can't wait. What are they? The one with a hat. <laughs> uh huh. I called hat. And the one with the blue hair. Uh huh. I called blue hair. <gasps> oh, yeah. I love it. Well, there's also, a, <laughs> we kind of get to learn about. A third character as well that we saw yeah. in the very beginning of episode one. 
<gasps> Can I tell you my nickname for her? Oh, yes, please. What's it? Okay, I've been calling her Emily in Paris because <laughs> she's an Instagram influencer. Oh. I don't know anything about Emily in Paris. Me neither. Um, but what? I, I love that. <laughs> That's the I'm gonna only... write. I'm going to write that in my notebook. Okay, uh, I I almost was afraid that you just spoiled Emily in Paris for me. I hope I didn't, because that's all I know. I've never seen it. Me neither. <laughs> but you know what? I somehow get your reference. Somehow. Yeah. Well, so basically, Roy Bullcut has opened his pub, and it's not doing good. But we're we're not spending much time on that in the show, because we're going to Emily in Paris in high school. She's a high schooler. And she sees basically a mirror image of the bullying that happened to Glasses Charlie happened to another girl. Um, but instead of punching her out like Roy Bullcut did to uh, yeah. Kylo Ren, she records it and posts it online so that the video goes viral. Incredible. So it's, smart. It's like 20, what is the year? 2019 or whatever. It's contemporary times now. Social yeah. media is a thing. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. It's so smart. It's like you don't get in trouble that way. And it's great. But she's also that people keep describing her as a psych, either a sociopath or a psychopath. I'm so sorry. I forget which one. They, 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 they say sociopathic. Mm. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. Like informally, somebody runs into her on the street. and They're like, what a psycho, you know, in oh. kind of like the colloquial sense. But then there was that scene with like the teachers and stuff. And then kind of uh, a sit down with a with her mother and then they're like oh like, she has sociopathic tendencies blah, mm-hmm. blah 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 right but she's a genius as well she's got her mensa card mm-hmm. right. and she's very smart like she so she's blackmailing the parent of the girl bully and she like videotapes that parent slapping her so she can put that online too and can blackmail her or whatever incredible she got the uh, plans behind the plans yeah behind the plans and I like somebody else that we know. Mm-hmm. Don't want to get ahead of myself here, but she has a little fifteen-minute plan, if I may. <laughs> oh, she does. She has Operative a fifteen-minute plan. She's always thinking in advance. Mm-hmm. And at mm-hmm. first, like it's interesting that the first thing that you see is is her videotaping the bullying because I was like, oh, she's like a vigilante. Like you know, she's she's out here to like you know, uh, kind of expose all of the. Uh, the bullies and the bad people and stuff like that. And a little bit the same with the mom. And then as it goes on, then I'm just like, oh, you're a truly chaotic person. Like, I, I didn't even know, like, are you chaotic neutral? Are you chaotic evil? Oh. Are you, you're definitely not chaotic good, but what are you? Yeah, she's very chaotic. What do you, what um, do you call those classifications? I, I've heard of that. What is that? How does that go? Uh, chaotic it's called good. M- like moral alignment. Something like that. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I get confused. I, I, there's moments where I'm like, yeah, justice. Like she's giving it to the bullies, but then it's like, oh, she's kind of cruel too. But then, but then she's kind of right in the the reasons that she does these things. It's like, why should uh she have to tolerate this kind of bullying? Yeah, but then she does some like she does other things that are like kind of questionable. Like she hardcore slaps the mom back, like, <laughs> yeah, really yeah. hard. Oh, and then man. when Roy Bullcut just like pushes his nose into other people's business as he does, she like lies and says that the woman killed her father, which he didn't. She didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she likes to play these like philosophical games. But then also life. like I am gonna skip ahead just a little mm. bit, but like much later in the episode. Um, she, when, when the fight is happening in the pub, she's just like sitting there watching, like she's like watching a TV show. And I was like, oh yeah, my gosh, like, 
just watching it like a yeah soaking it in that's quite something yeah when when she did slap the mother though i don't know did you tell me if you guys felt this but i felt like this strange twisted maybe korean satisfaction it's like i think korean this kind of scene was written in there because there's just there's this feeling of like sometimes you know the powers that be authority figures your elders they just kind of abuse their status Mm. and like it's just kind of sometimes when you're a young person, especially in a lower status, you're sick of these assholes taking advantage of their status and wielding it against you, you know? I feel that the mom wasn't in the right, but I I don't know. The slap felt like you already have this incriminating evidence on her. Like, what does the slap get you? I agree. But the mom slapped, well, she slapped. The mom after the mom slapped her first. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it could go either way. Mm. If anything, Emily and Paris were intrigued. You know, we're not committing to watching it yet, but we're intrigued. (laughs) Um, But so while that's happening, Jenga Company is doing bad. And uh, Kylo Ren is trying to present an idea that he thinks will help the company. But the girl gang in Jenga... Uh, Kang and Lindsay Lohan don't go for it and Darth father is like no 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 this is not a good idea I'm gonna put Lindsay Lohan in charge and then freaking slaps Kylo Ren in front of the entire boardroom I was like this is a lot of slapping and then also jumping ahead once more to the fight Mm -hmm. in the pub I was just like oh my god like is this what it's like in Korea like everybody's just like fucking hitting each other and slapping each other and you know getting into fights and like be like I mean I know like last on on last season of the K-drama podcast I did learn about K-rage um, <laughs> yeah. which you know made me realize that I truly am Korean uh, but like <laughs> I don't go around slapping people uh I mean uh, I I speak for the entire country please as we uh, expect you to yes as i uh, just want to clarify that and uh you know i've just seen street fights break out left and right all the time especially when there's soju involved and alcohol wow it just happens wow. not to say that everyone does that but it's just like uh i don't know i've seen old ladies pulling each other's hair and shaking Ooh. their heads around i've seen what? young dudes getting in like drunken fist fights it doesn't happen all the time, but, you know, when it happens, though, you know, it happens, and it's kind of a part of life, I feel like. Korea, number one in slapping. Wow, number you one know, in street fights. N- number one in street fights. Street Fighter <laughs> was a, the, the most popular game back in the early 90s. Yeah, well, it is 2008, and Lindsay Lohan is showing her mean girl side. Her wait, 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 wait. bad girl side. In... That was a that was a very what? chunky reference. It's fun. Um, oh, oh two thousand eight Mean Girls. No, I was thinking what she like did her little like bad girl stint. Like she went on a car ride with like uh, Paris Hilton. She became BFFs with Paris Hilton and Britney oh, Spears. That which, was like you know looking back is a problematic reference anyway because we really like destroyed those <laughs> women as a culture. Oh, no, really regretting bringing it up. We're sorry, uh, Britney. But anyway, Lindsay Lohan shows that she's getting a little evil because she points out to um, Kylo Ren 
that he's not the only person that can take over the company after yeah. Darth Father dies. Like she's getting a little mean. I yeah. liked it. I thought I thought that was a great power move because he just seems like he's doesn't he 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 doesn't seem like he like uh has the the quite frankly the talent that she does for yeah. re- restaurant management or whatever it is that they do still can't truly can't really figure it out. And I was I mean, like, yeah, you should. Like he 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 is once again trying to throw around his uh his family status to get what he wants and i'm like no 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 well you know he's a fool when he thinks that after getting slapped in the meeting room in front of all the board members that he has got any kind of clout to be you know doing his swaggering and shaking uh in front of uh lindsay lowen you know it's like you have you should not have any gall to say any of this stuff to me right now you know yeah he needs a hug you know? He does, and I he sometimes needs therapy. I feel conflicted. Like it's like, man, this guy is such a tool, but his dad, <laughs> this his dad just totally shames him and humiliates yeah. him, and totally just like creates this psychological mess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, uh, yeah. I mean, we are all responsible for our actions, but like, also, there's so much that he is on the receiving end of that it is like okay we can draw a direct line between the way that your father treats you and your personal behavior yeah yeah it, it's ugh. i get torn between should i sympathize for him a little bit i don't know i did in like back when he was like dad please like let me like let me take responsibility like let's get sarah out of prison mm-hmm. um and now I'm just like, oh, so you truly learn nothing. Like you are a bad person. Yeah, he's yeah. just leaning harder into the the badness. Yeah, and not like winning anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not even benefiting from it. He's trying too hard. Yeah, too thirsty. Oh, so man. thirsty. Kylo, get a drink. Yeah. Get a camel back, dude. Yeah, some coconut water. Hydrate, my dude. Hydrate yourself. Yeah. yeah. Throw off those stuffy loafers. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. At least he stopped coloring his hair. Yes. Or at least smart he doesn't move. like bleach it anymore. That's so. true. Very it's more move. subtler brownish uh, cut now. Yeah. This show is uh, plagued by bad haircuts. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's bad. Oh, man. Uh. So Emily in Paris is back and she's with a rando guy who I call rando because I don't remember where he came from. I know where he goes, but I won't get ahead of myself. Don't get ahead of yourself. But I did call him puppy boy (gasps) because he he just like follows her around. You know, he's just like, what are you doing? Or maybe I should call him my cat because that's what my cat does. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to my cat who is a fan of this podcast. Oh, shout out to Kim's cat. Oh my god! <laughs> well, yeah, he is like a puppy, or like he just does everything that. Uh, well, my nickname for her was JoJo because that's what her website is. Um, oh. I was gonna create one, then I saw there was like a flash of her like Mensa card, or no, her uh, her kind of like flashy bio. It's like mm-hmm. I have so so many so many thousand followers, and then and then and then like follow me at JoJo.com or something. I was like, oh, okay, I guess okay, Jojo. that's what she calls herself. Easier way to remember her. Yeah, she's from New York. She's got her oh, whole right. like, website and everything. Oh, yes. yeah. Okay, yes. She's Emily in Paris game. from New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yiso. 
Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like it's very early in the day. Like, it's very bright out. And they're like, let's go clubbing in Itaewon. (laughs) But it looks like it's like 11 a.m. It's like, what? And it's like, and it's a weekday, they say later. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you guys seem to be in school? Yeah, she's in high school. On top of that, uh all these things happen. It's like, and you're still going to go clubbing later on? It's like, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's that... That does feel truthful to um, young, like very young people who are just like, you know, we got to like, we're, we're always going to rally because we want to go out. Yeah. Yeah. Like I do have the distinct memory one New Year's Eve of holding back the hair of a girl I didn't even know that well as she vomited into the street. And then she like was like, let's go back. In. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. So I maybe that's just true to youth and we're just old <laughs> but yeah. um but so on the road to on their way to itaewon they're on a motorbike and he like rando puppy dog almost crashes into a boy but stops right away and then this emily in paris has this hilarious fall off the bike oh my it's god so big she like gets catapulted uh long enough comical. that she says like i hate you or something <laughs> yes. puppy boy yeah. yes I'm they like kill three different angles of this and she's like and i was here for it mm-hmm. i was like this is the kind of korean drama yes. i want to yeah. see <laughs> yeah and who should she crash into but roy Bullcut. In a mascot costume while he's trying to advertise his pub. And mm-hmm. I knew, I knew when they all looked into the box, like when he was like, what's it? When they were like, what's in here? It, and he was like, it's marketing. I was like, it's going to be some sort of like costume. I love <laughs> I, to be right. I love yeah, that yeah. he did it. He like didn't make his employees do it, you know? Mm, that's yeah. true. We haven't even talked about the employees dynamic yet. No, I love Very them. Fun. They're so fun. Except for the weird twist that comes later. But oh, otherwise, I, I love them. About. Y- yeah. I, and that, well, I guess let's, let's hold off so that I don't get ahead of myself. Well, I mean, you know, we try. I mean, um, you can get ahead of yourself sometimes. No, 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 no. I, sh- I shan't. I shan't do it. You shan't? I shan't. We must preserve the integrity of the chronological order. Do we, do we ever have integrity? <laughs> I do it every time, and I never jump ahead, as evidenced in this episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Roy Bolcut has fainted from the fall of catching Emily in Paris. So they're at the hospital. Um, he invites the rando puppy dog and Emily in Paris to the restaurant i mean i don't know he doesn't they call him very honest because he doesn't like ask for more payment um for like damages i guess mm. even though he's lost the mascot costume i almost forgot oh, i felt so bad for him because he was like it was custom made well he yeah. they didn't uh puppy dog say that he would pay for it oh you're right he did say he would pay for it yes. but he didn't want anything else he just wanted to be reimbursed mm-hmm. for the for the his costume. losses yeah right. which and, i was and, worried about uh, Emily in Paris does say also, she's like, he's stupid. Like, he should have asked for more than Yeah, he just... should have milked it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, do, I do appreciate that when, when uh, Roy Bullcutt wakes up in the hospital, he's wearing a black hoodie. I'm like, where's the costume, writers? 
Mm. And then they they, 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 they they knew what was up. They like, thought. They heard uh-huh. they heard mm-hmm. us. Uh, they heard the last season of our podcast and they were like, oh, that's not going to happen to us. Mm-hmm. No. That's not going to be our narrative. That's right. We're going to have them walk out in bare mascot shoes. Yes. I did love that. That was, that was, that was very cute. <laughs> I did think it was odd, though. I was like, why are you so willing to like, like take this child's money like these these are like children and like there's no way for him to know not spoiling it but like there's no way for him to know that like this child is financially uh extremely well off yeah you know what maybe a case of selective memory but now that i think about it i think roy was like you know what if you're really that apologetic just check out my bar to these miners (laughs) he doesn't know they're miners though he doesn't oh, know they're minors, you're right, you're and that, right, you're that right. becomes a big not getting ahead of not myself. Not getting ahead. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, after all that, we have a little flashback where we get a little insight into Emily in Paris. I guess she, her, she was enabled by her mom to be psychopathic so she could have an extraordinary life. Okay. Mm, I'm on board. And oh, then okay. I her see mother what is kind saying. of what enabled yes. her, huh? huh? And then what you guys pointed out is that then they go clubbing. <laughs> So after all that, they still go to the club. Uh, and there's other people there, the too. Yeah. Oh, and, my oh, gosh. No. Sorry, go ahead. Kathy. Oh, no. We just know we realize that um, rando puppy dog likes Emily in Paris, which I guess is a very anticlimactic reveal. Yes, of yeah. course. I mean, he didn't even know it until his friend right. was like, I'll I'll take her out then, you know. He's like, no, no, no. I mean, that was kind of, you know what? Respect the puppy dog for being honest or at least recognizing his emotions in that moment and admitting uh, it instead of yeah. letting some older guy like run all over him. We stand totally. puppy dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. I did feel very much, not when they were in the club, but when, well, now I'm getting ahead of myself again. When when um, <laughs> when Roy Bolka is walking, uh, walking down the street uh, looking into the other pubs later, I was like, "Oh my god, I so wish going, I so miss going to restaurants with my friends." <laughs> yeah, right. and I was masks. Ah, oh, oh my different... god, they're all just like eating together, and that they can like go to the bar afterwards if they want, not the club. Mm-mm. God, but <laughs> don't miss the club. No. Do not miss the club. <laughs> oh Ugh. god, and that's Korea, kind of right now, basically minus the clubs, I think. But you know, wow. everyone's yeah, just living open, life. Right? I mean, they wear masks and stuff, but you know, they can still like go to bars and eat and drink. What a dream. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. Well, from that depressing note of our own lives, we go to <laughs> Cat and Blue Hair trying to feed a street cat their restaurant food, which is so funny to me. I loved that. Uh, but they have it, no customers still. It looked like they really got a real street cat. I know. That, that cat, cat looked... looked a little gnarly. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I hope you guys like paid this cat. Yeah, give it real food. Yeah. yeah. You know. Very funny. Freaking these staff, man. Uh, having worked at a restaurant myself, it's like, yeah, you're not going to get customers. If you're not in the restaurant yourself to greet your customers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You I'm guys like, what are, are you... both... People are going to think it's closed. There's nobody there. You know, you know, what's more fun finding a cat and trying to give it. That's true. Oh, my God. I mean, honestly, (laughs) it's really I I really can't say whether or not it would deter me or make me want to eat at the restaurant more. Yeah. Maybe maybe they were just hoping the cat would be a regular customer. 
Well, that's a dr- I would love a cat restaurant. Oh my god. <laughs> that sounds yes. so nice. Cat restaurant. I love it. Ugh. I wonder what they would eat. Uh well not the food that Dan Bam is feeding. Yeah, what was he trying yeah. to feed? Her, the cat? Uh it, it seemed like just like food that they'd cooked. Some sort of like porridgey looking slop or something. He's like, uh even the cat's like, no, 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 no. My cat tried to eat a raw onion off the floor <gasps> yesterday. No! So he didn't, he wasn't successful, but I was like, wow, my cat would eat this, whatever it is. Yeah. Another shout out to my cat. <laughs> Kim's He's cat? A fan of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so we're back in, you know, Itaewon at night, finally like an appropriate time to go to a club or whatever, or to be leaving. I guess they've been there for a long time. Um, but Emily in Paris tries to go to the Jenga Corporation's pub in Itaewon, but gets rejected because they don't buy her fake ID. So then they go to Roy Bolcut's restaurant uh, when Roy Bolcut leaves to check out if other restaurants are um, crowded. Spoiler alert, they are. Um, <laughs> and the hat employee lets them go by even though the fake ID is kind of sus- suspicious. You know, yeah, and, and Roy Bullcut had said to Hat, he was like, make sure that you check their IDs. And yeah. you can see this moment, fabulous acting by Hat. Uh, he's like, I can tell that this is fake, but I know we really need the customers. Mm-hmm. And like, he told me a story and I loved it. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to do good for the, for the boss in the restaurant, mm-hmm. you know. And ultimately, it didn't pan out for him. No. Well, no. oh, shit. I'm getting ahead of myself. Well, because Lindsay Lohan finds um, Roy Bullcut wandering around the streets of Itaewon. They chat. He asks her out on a date. She says yes. It's very sweet. But then Lindsay Lohan sees Emily in Paris dining in Dan Bam and is like, no, no, no. And narc alert, narc alert. Narc alert. Wee, wee, wee. Oh, man. Wee, wee, wee. No hottie. So, There's no hottie no, alert. Just only for narc. Narc alert. Narc this is alert. the worst kind of alert you can get. I was disappointed. Oh, oh, my God. Ugh. I was like, come on. Yeah. What is she doing? Because she's loyal to Jenga. I think she thinks she's going to take over one day. And I'm like, nah. Absolutely. I don't think that she is either. Or she does, but she has to like sell her soul or something like that mm. um, to a witch in the forest. I don't know. I'm just pulling that out of my ass. Mm. Uh, <laughs> sounds very Korean. <laughs> some uh, some po- magic potion. Yeah. 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 Some wine. Some weird wine. Anyway, we're done with that. Yeah, no. Never again. You make me You know what goes great with watching Korean dramas? Snacks? Uh, no, Asian snacks. Okay, that's like, okay. And good news, Irvin's, Singapore's number one snack has finally come to the States. Irvin's? What's that? Oh my gosh. Irvin's is the original salted egg chip. They use real salted duck egg that has been brined for 30 days, then steam cooked and hand mixed into the potato chips or fish skins. Then real salted duck egg yolks, say that five times fast, fresh curry leaves and red peppers are diced into the bag. Whoa. Not only that, get this, Irvin's is a gourmet snack with all the real food ingredients literally baked 
into the chip. Yum. I love real food ingredients. Visit eatirvins.com to order your Irvins chip today and use the promo code KOREANDRAMA, all caps, for free shipping on any order. That's eatirvins.com and promo code KOREANDRAMA. Careful, they are dangerously addictive. Seriously. We warned you. Mm, yep. By the handful. Oh Hi, I'm Marvin. And I'm Rira. We're the host of Books and Boba, a book club and podcast dedicated to books by Asian and Asian American authors. Every month we pick a book by an Asian author to read and discuss on the show. We read a wide variety of genres from contemporary to historical fiction, fantasy to memoirs, and crime thrillers to romance. Some of our past book club picks are Pachinko by Min Jin Lee, Sorcerer to the Crown by Zen Cho, and Devotion of Suspect X by Keigo Higashino. We also go over what's new in the Asian American literary world and chat with some talented Asian authors about their work. So whether you want to start reading for fun again or diversify your TBR list, we got your Asian literature cravings covered. For more info, check out our website at booksandboba.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts. Part of the Potluck Podcast Collective. You make me back. Well, it's so crazy because before the cops can come, though, the friend of Puppy Dog and Emily in Paris becomes very drunk and rude. And then I need Pat... A, oh, yes, please. I need to point out that moments before... Okay, so Roy Bullcutt comes back to his mm-hmm. restaurant bar. His employees go, oh, that was quick. But on the table of Emily in Paris and Puppy Dog and their party... There's like 15 bottles of soju. I'm like, how could you have drank that much in that quote unquote? That was a quick time. Writers, mm. watch out. Watch out. We're, we're paying I'm attention. Wa- watch out. I didn't catch that personally, but Steve's watching. Little... I did not either, but Steve is on you. I'm the continuity cop here right mm-hmm. here. I mean, I was just like, these they're, they're kids and they're super wasted off of one bottle of soju, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, and what's funny also is that it's the older guy who's the most wasted. Yeah. And the high school kids yeah. are just kind of like, uh, okay. But they've been yeah. drinking all day because so they went to the club at 11, got into the accident, let's say what, like 12, got out of the <laughs> hospital, let's say what, like one, two, three, maybe. And it's night now, so they've been drinking from like 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. at least. Continuity Cop is here as well. Backup Mm -hmm. has been called. I am here. Thank you. To watch your time. And I'm just just here to to also be here. I'm just a spectator. (laughs) I'm just a bystander who's just like, wow, I had an appointment to get to, but this is just, (laughs) I got to see what the heck's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. It's. The first crazy twist, right, is that the one older friend is very drunk and mean. But then the second crazy twist is that Hat seems to suffer from some kind of break. And, like, he was so goofy before, but then becomes, like, incredibly violent. So this is what I wanted to talk about, about the relationship between Hat and Blue Hair is because it does seem that there's a history there that you see in this moment, that, like, Blue Hair is, like, before they're just kind of like joshing each other, you know, the way that you would with a coworker, friend or whatever. And like, you know, you see that they have a relationship there. But then um, and then when they start fighting, then you see blue hair. Like to me, it seemed like they had their they went past being just like coworkers that like 
blue hair has been part of Hat's past or is at least aware of something that happened um, and was like, you know, was like, calm down, calm down, like, you know. Yeah, and yeah. saying that Hat will never change. Like, this is, a, I guess, some kind of history, behavior from Hat's history. There's a lot of questions with these two that, that uh, only keep growing. Yeah, because like, I thought when they came in, they would be chairman and what's his name from uh, the other one we watched that we didn't like? <laughs> the chairman and the lackey, like that relationship. Oh, and yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Park the narc. Another park the narc. narc. Oh, another narc. <laughs> but you would think that I, I would I thought that they'd have that like comedic like break for us. No, no, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought so too because they did seem so, you know, chummy and fun like and it seems that there's something something going on with Hat. Yeah. In in my notes, I labeled Hat as a uh, Scarface uh incidentally <gasps> because mm. he's got that little scar above his eye. I'm like, "Oh, Harry Potter." Scarface. Oh, yeah. But uh now it's revealed that I think that scar is probably from uh other fights and stuff he got in the past. And the way he acts, his like utter unwavering loyalty to Roy Bullcut, mm-hmm. it's it's it has echoes of um like mafia mm. style like uh, mm. dynamics. Yeah, like he's willing to take the hit uh in, instead of his boss. Um, yes, he's willing to like sacrifice everything. He's willing to defend his boss's honor, all that kind of stuff. Very typical of like Korean mafia type of. Maybe even Japanese mafia kind of stuff. Um, mm. That kind of that kind of attitude, that kind of craziness is like these. The, he's like the lower ranking kind of uh, gangster. So like he's just willing to go crazy, you know, yeah. pouring the hot soup oh over my, the. That guy. was so. <laughs> oh my god! I he's was like, like, what the hell? That's some gangster shit right there. Yeah. That was crazy. Well, yeah. Then right after they get into that fight, the cops come in and kind of like ignore the man who has like third degree burns on his leg from soup being poured on it as like <laughs> we heard there was minors drinking here it's like there's a man his leg is burning help yeah. the man with the burning leg yeah oh man i mean it another th- question i have is uh with the uh, what do you call it blue hair I call her plat. Her is it? Is it her? I'm not sure if it's uh, what gender this person is. Actually, I think they said that. I assumed that they were non-binary from that one I conversation the earlier. Yeah. So I would guess they them until we're told otherwise. And maybe that's the point. I think uh, mm. they didn't make it clear, or they had that conversation about her, his, or her their gender. Uh, so I was kind of like, huh, maybe I just didn't catch it. I just, you know, maybe I need to rewind and watch it. No, but. just, to, I mean, to me, it also seemed like it, that was just a passing thought, but that also like, to me kind of clued me into like a, a, a like a, made it seem like they already have a relationship there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not, ju- they're not just coworkers, you know, they're either coworkers and friends or they've been friends for a while. They've been coworkers for a while. Mm-hmm. I also thought this is truly speculation, but I wondered if maybe Hat was from jail, like someone that right. uh, Roy Bullcutt had met there, and that's why he got so violent so unexpectedly. Well, that's what I was thinking, too, about what, Steve, you were saying about the loyalty, and then also um, about him uh, a- apologizing to Roy Bullcutt after 
you know, he realizes that he's taken it too far. He was going to take a bottle of soju and smash this guy over the head. Again, extremely Koreans, let's take it down. Wow. You know, let's just take it down a couple notches. <laughs> number one in escalation. Um, number yeah, one in escalation. The- we do not need to hit people in the head with blunt objects. We're going full parasite again. We just don't, we simply mm, yeah. don't need it. Classic K-Rage. Um, yep. Classic K-Rage. I guess I'm not uh, not K-Raging in the same way then. Um, oh, just wait. I guess, I guess so. I mean, I guess I got to watch myself. Um, but yeah, I was wondering. I was like, oh, I wonder if this is a situation where like Roy Bullcut is like, I am also an ex-con. Like, I know how hard it is to because he apologizes. He's like, I'm sorry, this won't happen again or something like that. And I was like, oh, I wonder if this is a situation where Roy Bullcut knows about the history that Blue Hair alludes to and is like giving him. He's like, you know, it's hard for an ex-con to get a job. I'm, you know. I'm going to give you a job and that kind of thing. Yeah, you're you're right. I think I think uh, I have a feeling we'll we'll see in the coming episodes the backstory behind them. And I think it's probably I think you're probably in the right area. But... Yeah. Yeah. Well, then twist upon twist, we oh. find out that Rando Puppy Dog is none other but the bastard son of Darth Father. And <laughs> Kylo Ren has to go bail him out cuz everyone's in jail right or everyone's at the police station. Wait, do you think he's a true bastard son? I thought that's what they said last episode. They alluded that um, that puppy dog is uh, is is the son of Darth father, but with a different mother mother than um, brother from another mother. Mm -hmm. Yeah, brother from another mother. And I must say that I thought the casting was very good because I do think they look related. They do look Mm. related. And Mm. I did also think I was like, I wonder if I'm related. This is such a weird you thing. might be <laughs> well, I was like I, I always look like when somebody looks like they're around 50 this is a little secret about my adoptee life when somebody when a Korean adult looks like they're like around 50 I'm like okay let me see let me see do we look like we're the same is this my and I was like I googled the guy that plays Darth Mother. I was like is this guy my birth father He's he might young. be. Oh, he's too young. Damn, I mean, I guess he still watch. could be. We're getting into some other stuff right now, but anyway, <laughs> probably exciting. not. Well, oh, we're not going to get ahead of ourselves on discovering if Darth Father is <laughs> Kim's father, which would be crazy. Uh, like, I would love I that. I am your father. What? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, oh shit. I'm going to flip the table if he actually says that in some future episode to Puppy Dog. Mm. I am your father. That'd be so what? funny. That they would know. Oh, they would know. So okay, so I that I totally missed that. That uh, so puppy dog has, he's just living a normal. No, 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 no. He's aware that he's a he's uh yes. Darth Vader's son. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and and like he because he also says at the police station before uh before Kylo Ren shows up, he's like. I'll pay yes. for all of this. I don't have any family. Like he really doesn't want them to contact his family um, because they did allude earlier um, to the fact that uh, Puppy Dog is Kylo's brother, is Darth's son. Yeah, we saw the, uh, right. at right. one point too. Darth Father has a portrait on his desk of him and mm-hmm. his two sons. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. This makes sense because I was like, God, I thought that that little boy was the son. But then obviously we I forgot that we've like skipped ahead. Yeah, we, we did that one episode and that traversed like, generations. 
Right. I was like, gosh, does he have another son? And then I was like, oh, no, it's the same kid. Aging is. As far as we know, he's got two. As far as we know. Could Mm -hmm. be more. K-dramas have been known. Maybe I'm I'm one of his kids. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Probably not. That's the ultimate (laughs) twist. (laughs) The ultimate (laughs) twist is that I am a character in this fictional world. Oh, man. Whoa. Wild. What if we thought we were watching uh, a K-drama, but it's really a reality TV show? Honestly, I would love, I love a reality TV show. I would watch it Sometimes it's hard to tell the difference. It's true. I mean, uh, when I flip through the air, it is for several minutes, and Mm -hmm. I do have the opportunity to yell at the person who is driving the motorbike we were on. Wow. That is so specifically the same thing. Yeah. And that's how you know it's true. That's how you know. Hmm. Well, so there are consequences to everything that just happened. And Roy Bolcut accepts two months of closures for his restaurant, even though that might end up in bankruptcy. But just then, Kylo Ren comes into the uh, police station. And guess what? He's being a little bitch. <laughs> he's such a, he's, he does a, such a good job of being a little bitch. Just being a little bitch, you want to slap. Yeah. He's just got such a slappable face. His face. Oh, his demeanor, his the way he just carries himself is like, not only that, uh, this one, I felt like I could give him another nickname, Ooh. which is Joker. Ooh, he's the Joker. There was strange yeah. Joker vibes going on in this episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got yeah. a purple suit on. Yes. You know, and he's got I the, he does the. This. The crazy laughter of like, you know, it's like, oh, are you laughing like an insane person like the Joker or something? Yeah. For a sure a villain origin story yes. unfolding before <laughs> our eyes. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because, okay, prediction. Ooh, let's hear it. Okay, here's the prediction. So in a future episode, um, Darth Father announces uh, the the um, his successor, his successor his yeah mm-hmm. the person that's going to take mm-hmm. over and uh kylo thinks it's going to be him but in fact it's Lindsay lowen mm. and then uh kylo goes like full joker and it's like this full is joker. my this is my origin this is my villain origin story i love this this is a good yeah. pitch i hope it happens now that you I say so that too. i can't see it any other way no thank you so much i love to be right so i hope <laughs> <laughs> Very Korean. Love to be right. Oh, Koreans, dang. number one at being right. And loving it. <laughs> and, and loving, loving it. it. <laughs> well, speaking of wanting to be right, Roy Bullcut will never get over that name. Well, he accepts the punishment even though the Joker is trying to say like, no, 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 let's just let's just finish this. It's fine. And the policeman is like, look, man, the Joker's trying to take care of it. And Roy Bullcut is like, no, no, no. I will accept the responsibility and leaves the police station. Emily in Paris follows him out. I don't know why. It's very confusing to me that she should do this. Um, but she kind of hints that the suspension might be permanent and like tries to tell him to like take, just take the offer. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. It feels like Roy Bullcut goes on a little TED talk. I kind of stopped paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> He like spoke for a really long time. Roy Bolcott's a little bit one-dimensional in that sense. He's got this very pure ideal, uh, idealistic sense uh-huh. of justice and principles. He's very yeah to right his own and detriment. Wrong. And and uh, 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 Emily in Paris calls him out on that. Like, hey, don't be a dumbass. Yeah, you know, like yeah. they're offering to pay. Why don't you just do it? You know. But um, Roy Bolcott wants to be a dumbass. 
<laughs> he yeah. really does. He yeah. wants to die on that hill. Yes. And then Kylo comes back, or sorry, the Joker comes back out, continues to be a little bitch, <laughs> and like re- confesses that he was the one who killed um, Sweet Yo. Daddy, which we all knew. Yo, that yeah. scene, or Ooh! Joker there, there was some strange sexual tension. I, I thought so too. <laughs> well, first, okay, so first Ooh. of all, I was like, I was like, is. Is um are they trying to like make it so that uh oh, what are we calling her Emily in Paris and uh Roy Bullcut like ha- like that she has a crush on him or something like that because so I was like oh that's weird yeah he's um, too old for her way too old um not for the planet just you know for whatever um and <laughs> then yeah I was like all of this like and and this is the same thing that uh the Joker and um Lindsay Lohan were doing in the in the lobby of Jungkook was like leaning in next to somebody's ear and being like I think I'll be you know like mm-hmm. that kind of shit and I was mm-hmm. like now kiss mm-hmm. yeah right After very that moment. ASMR threat you know that was yeah I could very the higa mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't get the sexual tension, but only because he, uh, the Joker was kind of like digging his head into um, oh, yeah, Roy Bullcut's chest. And I all I could think about is that that's what my dog does to me when he wants to get pet. <laughs> yes, same. Again, shout out to my cat uh, again. Shout out to Kathy's cat? dog. My yeah. dog. <laughs> Kathy's dog? Yeah. Pet, yeah. Pet. Mm, pet. It's kind of the whole thing of like, like I don't know, I, I I feel like this is a kind of a uniquely Korean thing too. It's like when you want to show somebody how crazy you are, you do this thing where like you act like a pet, and you just like, come on, what? hit me, just I'm right here, come on, ah, you know, leaning into his chest, like oh, I'm totally vulnerable. Here's my neck, you know, just I don't know. Koreans number one at being crazy pets. <laughs> Kim's creeped out. I know. (laughs) I hate that. I don't like that. I don't like how hard you slapped yourself either, Steve. I think you need to check your K rage against yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I feel feel sexual tension with my (laughs) 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 man. Should we leave? We can leave. I mean, you know, you just turn off your video. No, I don't no, want to leave. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, no, I should turn off my video. Yeah. Oops, yeah, you can still see me. I don't make that yeah. mistake. Well, Zoom before mistake. we, before, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves mm-hmm. because uh, I don't want to be the one to, 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 to drop the big bomb. No, but there's a big, a big, I thought it was actually so funny because Roy Bullcut is like, well, he brings up a good point, right? Because uh, what's his name? I keep forgetting all their nicknames. The Joker is like, uh, I killed your father and whatever. Yeah. And Roy Bullcut's like, dog, you're still within the statute of limitations for being convicted for murder. Yes. And then he's like, I am a deep player. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. It's it just is. so specific. I'm not sure if that was supposed to be funny, but it just no, came out I don't that think way. It, I don't think it's supposed to be funny. Did the writers intend that to be like a ooh, chills kind of thing? Like, oh, wow. he's. But I don't know. To me, it was also very funny. It was like, 
you and your damn plans, man. Yeah. I mean, it's truly like it's great comedy, right? Like we started, we've heightened to seven yeah. years. Now we've heightened to 50. Or it was like we started, it was two years. Then it was seven years. Now it's 15 years. It's like, oh and, and it's God. so specific. This is great comedy, guys. It's beat by beat right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, so he's saying, so Roy Bullock saying, I can hit you uh, and assault you again because I've already served my time and I'm good for another six years or something like that, right? I didn't quite under I didn't quite understand what he was saying like in relation to it. I I did I like I because he was like, uh yeah he said I have another six years and I didn't understand maybe probation that part. Do they do that in Korea? But I thought I he was so. saying the statute of limitations about uh about the Joker being like you're still within the window that you could be convicted of this murder. Well, oh. I mean, he really lost me on his like three huge monologues <laughs> so that by the time this line came, I was like, all right, whatever you want, Roy Bolka. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> sure, Roy. I got it. It's been an hour. I got to get out of here. You know? I mean, it is a really long, they're really uh, long episode. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love Roy Bolka for that. that. That stoicism, just always trying to preach his principles, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, if you know God. what's going on, that's fine. I don't need to know what's going on right now. Yeah. yeah, I to me it seemed like a threat, right? That was like, uh, like that. That's what I took away yes. is that the fifteen years was, uh, the statute of limitations for being for uh the Joker to be, like, convicted of the murder. Although it's the gardener is still serving time for this, right? I think Poor so. Gardner. I think that's My what we're led to believe. Hmm. Yeah. Show us some of the gardener, how he's doing. Maybe he's... I mean, I bet bad. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's one of the characters in the intro we haven't met yet. Oh, man. Are we going to see him in like 15 years or however long it takes? Oh, my God. Oh, God. I mean, uh, how do you like, oh, God. I wonder if they, well, it doesn't matter. If it's only like, two I'll... years for attempted murder with a rock, I feel like <laughs> vehicular manslaughter in Korea has to be like six months. Oh. I mean, because, right? Because everybody's like beating each other up in the middle of the street, slapping each other, like pouring soup on each other in the pub. No one's getting in trouble. I mean, this is why you see how much uh, Koreans feel like mili- the mandatory military service there of at this point about two years feels like a prison sentence. Yeah. Two years. It's just you, so much happens in Korea. Korea develops so fast. Right. Itaewon came up out of nowhere. It, you know, in two years, it, it came went it went from like seedy expat zone to like pop in nightlife. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, this is a very comic book style episode. I felt like the, the people flying in the air for like five minutes, cursing out moped drivers. Yeah, the Joker making an appearance. <laughs> I can't no. wait to see how many franchises um, the Jenga son makes it through by the end of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are a lot, huh? We went through Harry Potter, mm-hmm. Star, Star Wars. Wars, and now DC, DC Comics. <laughs> Amazing. Ugh. I mean, I he keeps wait. transforming, he right? Does. So He does. He evolves. And not, not in any sort of a good way. No, never. Unfortunately. I mean, he evolves in the bad way. Yeah. Man, oh man. Truly a villain. <sighs> and, and well, you know hey. What? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Go ahead, Steve. 
No, no, no. Okay. Well, I'll go. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I was going to say that I think it's funny in a, its own way that these female characters kind of, or the possible romantic char- romantic interests for Roy Bullcutt emerge. And now we're at the point where uh, Kylo Ren, a.k.a. Joker, might also be a romantic interest. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh for Roy. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe they're just, you know, kind of in the closet and they just, it's that kind of story. They're discovering themselves, perhaps. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Under this facade of hyper-violent masculinity. Maybe they'll come to terms with themselves and, you know, open up. One can only hope. I mean, there's only one way to find out. And that's watch the next episode. And so I guess that's what we'll do. Yay. Any last thoughts, everybody? Hmm. I mean, I do. I don't know how you guys feel, but. I find myself catching things that I feel like are uh, what the writers are attempting to kind of call out in Korean society. Mm. Um, There are kind of small things here and there. Like, for example, um, like with the ID checks, right? Mm. When when, when Emily and Paris, like they always check the girl's ID. They don't even bother with the guys. So Mm. it's kind of like, the writer's kind of calling out, there's like a, there's the element, there's a lot of sexism that still exists in Korea. Mm. It's kind of like, why are you checking the girl and not the guys? You just yeah. trust the guys, you're going to take their word for it, you know? Um, or maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm just reading too much into it. I don't know. I just also had a, the thought, I wonder why um, Lindsay Lohan didn't recognize uh, Rando Puppy Dog as the bastard Jenga son when, she yes. came, to, when he came to the bar. Good well, I mean, point. maybe it's Good just point. like a small photo on the dad's desk or whatever. That's true. So maybe she she's doesn't not actively look that working much. with him. Yeah. Well, the, she's been working with him for ten years, right? Not the younger one. Oh, okay. the younger I guess, one. I, I guess think it's high school. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he he's seems, in yeah. high school. Um, but I guess Darth Father never really talks about any of his kids, really. Hmm. And hence you get Kylo Ren. <sighs> what a shining example of fatherhood. Well, it is curious that Puppy Dog can be from the same seed, right? It's like, how come he seems pretty pure and nice, whereas uh, <clears throat> Kylo Ren Joker was rotten from the get-go, it seems like. Well, then, it, I mean, it seems like then it kind of comes back to the same thing of if if Kylo Ren is... Kylo Ren the Joker has been brought up with his dad in his dad's household and we don't know where uh, his mom is, you know, like then it makes sense Mm. to me why he is this sort of um, like mean, horrible person because his dad behaves that way to him. Whereas it seems that Puppy Dog did not grow up with. Well, I mean, maybe Mm. that's not true. I, I feel because I guess we did as. We pointed out in the last episode, one of you guys pointed out that that it seems like the the puppy dog did grow up in the same house. But maybe it was the kind of thing that's like, well, because he's not going to be the successor because he's not considered uh, the like mm, legitimate right, child, right. which is another like, right? Like, I think that this is a commentary possibly right. on um, 
uh, on as far as I know in Korean culture that it's very looked down upon, right, to have uh, children outside of your marriage and like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that maybe that's a, a commentary on that as well. Yeah, that like yeah. he was like, oh, that this uh, this other kid, puppy dog. We don't even know what his name is. He was never going to be considered for the position of right because there was no expectation. Uh, he wasn't. There wasn't as much pressure placed on Puppy Dog, so he's allowed to kind of be himself and live his own life, I guess. Yeah, and he probably sees the way his dad and his brother treat each other and other people, and he's like, "Oh, this is horrible." <laughs> yeah, I don't like That's this. True. That's true. Yeah, and uh, one other thing I'm conflicted about is is Lindsay Lohan, aka Sua, is she is she down with Roy Bullcut or what? Is she just playing him like a fiddle or what? Like. I'm conflicted. Like, I don't know what she's going to do. I think she likes him, but she wants power more. And yeah. she's willing to sacrifice him. Do, yeah. do you think her calling the the cops on his uh, business was uh, an act of, like, mercy killing? Like, let me just ruin his business early on so that he can start up somewhere else? Kind of that kind of mentality? No, I I definitely think, like, when she had the tea with Darth Father and was like, I am loyal to Jenga, like, even if I knew what I know now, I'm loyal through and through. Like, I want to be here. I mm. think she's like, she agreed to the date with Roy Bullcutt because she likes him. But then she thought about it and she's like, no, no, no. There's a reason I haven't dated anyone in seven years and my coworkers want to set me up. It's because mm. I'm married to the job. Oh. Yeah. The, the impression that point. The impression that I'm under is she's like, I grew up in this orphanage and um i like maybe her prospects were not you know she didn't have a ton of like it seemed it seemed like she very much depended on um this scholarship that she received from darth father and so she's like i don't uh, like uh, like this is my this is hmm. this is my allegiance right hmm interesting yeah I, I, but I felt like when it's, she said- it's, it did seem to me that like her calling the police felt less like a mercy kill and more like she was like, listen, these are the rules. Just like when she was like, let me take a second look at that ID. Like, I don't think I I, I get maybe I'm just giving her a lot of credit, but I'm like, I don't think she's trying to be like bad quite yet. I think she's just like, these are the rules. You have to follow the rules. I followed the rules. But did she? We don't know. I think she's Mm. bad. I feel the conflict in her, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I think she said what she said to the, the chairman but or Darth Father, but I think there's a part, I see the, the good in her, the light. It's still somewhere in there. I think it could she go wants- either way. I hope mm. so. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting twist. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Hmm. There's so much yet to explore. In Itaewon class. So much. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's it for this episode. This is me wrapping it up because I'm the wrapper upper today. It's so great. Thanks, Kim, <laughs> Steve, whoever you are. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us for yet another incredible episode of the Korean Drama Podcast. Um, uh, hmm, I was, hmm, let me think. Uh, uh, <laughs> make sure that you drink a lot of water. Thanks for tuning in and signing (laughs) off. I'm Steve. I'm Kim. I'm me, I guess. (laughs) And we'll see you next time.
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> you make me Thanks for listening to the Korean Drama Podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue, and our executive producers are Will Choi, Phil Yu, and Joanna Lee. Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at Korean Drama Pod. And if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck Podcasts at podcastpotluck.com. Hey, I'm Phil Yu, and you may know me from a blog called Angry Asian Man. And I'm Jeff Yang, author, journalist, and celebrity dad. We host a podcast called They Call Us Bruce, an unfiltered conversation about what's happening in Asian America. Each week or so, we host a discussion about some of the most vital and interesting topics in our pop culture and our community, bringing in guests who are shaping and informing this thing called Asian America from Hollywood to D.C. and beyond. Uh, we got media, entertainment, food, family, politics, representation, the good, the bad, the WTF of it all. So check us out wherever you get your podcasts or at theycallsbruce.com. Peace. Peace.